So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So this one's gonna be about uh, Tim Ferriss' Tools of Titan, and I hope I'm gonna find where I've started or actually ended uh, the last time. Because I do just have to look for it, because somehow I closed the window or something. I don't know, like, why I did it. <laughs> because it's actually not that smart, to be honest. But I think I'm gonna find it just pretty quickly. I hope you're doing fine, I hope you're doing good, I hope your family is doing good. I'm doing well, I'm just actually pretty pumped for this episode um, right now. So before actually I, I wasn't so pumped because, you know, I do just have to do so many things today, you know, um, because you know, the, the thing was I stood up today a little bit way, yeah, okay, way too late. Like I think it was half, no, it was actually... Uh, a quarter before nine or something. Yeah, it should be quarter before nine and um, It is pretty late and now it's actually 2 p.m. quite so one uh, fifty actually and And yeah, you know, I've been talking about it yesterday. I guess you know, I don't like to get up just late I don't like it. I don't know I kind of feel like I do not have as much time as I need to or as I want to because so so that I can actually just do everything that I want to do. And it's just a little bit like, okay, you know, st stressful. It really is stressful that I'm um, just having to force myself to do this and that and to just do everything so quickly and everything so under pressure and whatsoever, especially because, you know, I'm also doing what I'm doing right now besides all the other things that I have to do. It's not that easy sometimes. It's really not that easy sometimes, you know, especially because I think like a lot of people think about those YouTubers as like, you know, this is just such an easy job, you know, they do not have to do quite hard work or something. Um, I wouldn't say so necessarily, you know, for sure it is definitely more easy than, I don't know, working on construction or in construction. But I do think there are just still some, some things that are making it a little tough, you know, especially because you do have to produce something every single day. You know, which is not that bad. Like, you have 24 hours, you know, if you can't produce something every, every single day. I don't know why, actually. Well, you know, it's... Well, you know, it comes up to a few factors, but I guess everyone is somehow able to produce something and or document something. This is also something else. Um, every single day. So I do think this is not uh, such a big problem. But there is no time off. Like... Um, I've been watching a video from uh, PewDiePie today because I actually really, really like him. And um, I do also think that um, that you can see that he knows what he's doing. And I think this is pretty great. And I think there's also something you can learn from him. And today in uh, his latest video, actually, he was talking about why... Um, or he was talking about that he actually just really, really loves what he's doing, which is just amazing, first of all. And second of all, he was talking about that he has never been actually taking off some time for for a longer period. And you know, if he would, uh, if he would do that, then the whole channel would go down because it's the algorithm of of YouTube and whatsoever. So, so yeah, you know, I think like there is no time off as as being a YouTuber or something, uh, and or just uh, a content producer in general. I guess you know, it's I think the same exact thing for for Instagram as well. 
I do think that you just really have to do something every single day, you know, at least one singular thing. Sometimes it's, you know, in a whole macro, it might not be easy. In the micro, it is somehow easy and or simple. It is simple, but not easy. But yeah, you know, let's actually move on. <laughs> Something that I always do, which I do not actually kind of uh, kind of get myself, I always just waste somehow four to five minutes of time right before the uh, the actual video um, and or episode, you know, however you think about it. But yeah, um, we, are go we are going ahead with the um, Tim Ferriss Tools of Titans summary from the alanshank.com website. All the links should be down in the description, also to the website. And yeah, let's move on. Uh, don't you feel need? Don't feel you need to have that perfect unicorn idea. And I've read that already. So you will never be the best-looking, smartest, most educated person in the room. But what you can always compete on—the true egalitarian aspect to success—is hard work. And this is a quote from Casey Neistat, and I deeply, deeply, deeply love this person. Also because of the fact that he just really pushes for hard work as well. And I do think, you know, based on some things that I've quite learned or absorbed from, from Gary Vaynerchuk, it is one of the only things that you can actually consciously control. Like, yeah, okay, get smarter. It is not a great just suggestion or it's not a great tip for some people. But hard work is just a great tip. Like, it just makes sense. You know, you can't be smarter, you can't be more beautiful, you can't be more something but you can work harder and and work more and whatsoever you know this is just something you can control this is something you can somehow monitor and something that you can just affect something that you can just do and this is i think the good thing about it because you can just work more you know and the whole efficiency thing well you know you can't somehow measure it as well at least at least not as easy uh, or as nicely as the hard work part. Because for sure, you know, hard work is like, okay, you know, this time I'm going to work 10 hours instead of 9 hours. Like the last day, you know. But with being more efficient, like, okay, you know, it still makes sense, okay. You gotta have to do, or you um, you are able to do more in a day than just the day before or something. But yeah, you know, it's still something else than actually measuring hard work. Because this is actually pretty easy and or simple. Let's say simple. Um, free education is abundant all over the internet. It's the desire to learn that that's as scarce. From Navel Revikant, uh, which is actually, I think, his fourth quote from the summary. In college, Rob, Rob Rodriguez created a comic strip. He would try to develop an idea fully formed by staring at the ceiling before he started drawing. He realized that he was much and that he was much better at simply drawing finding something cool, then keep uh, interrogating to create something. What does interrogating? Iterating. Iterating. Or iterating. The process is iterated until a conviction or conviction agreement is reached. Repeat, uh, recapitulate, go through again, go over again, run through, something like this. Um... To create something, you have to act first before inspiration will hit. You don't wait for inspiration and then act because you're never going to act. And I guess this is actually the thing that happened to me. You know, before this episode, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm just have to do, I do just have to do the episode, you know. 
But now, as I'm in the episode, I'm just really feeling good about it. I'm really feeling good that I'm talking now to this camera and I'm feeling just, which is something that's incredibly important for me. You know, I feel that I'm doing something that is not wasted time. You know, I'm just doing something that makes sense for me, you know, at least just for me. But it just makes sense. You know, it's not a waste of time for me. And I do see something behind this. I do see something why I'm doing it, you know, whether it is fun, which it definitely is, whether it is that I'm just learning something which I am doing and or whether it is about, okay, I'm also providing some value for other people, which might be just pretty great or which might be just very valuable for people. Like I still hope that I'm producing something that is somehow valuable to others, you know. It's not really about me there, you know. Still, I'm just learning a lot and there is a lot for me in, in what I'm doing. But, you know, I just want to do good. You know, this is what my legacy, I think, should be like. I do want to good. Um, so it is basically the same exact thing as he was pointing out. Like, you just start and then you get inspired. And I just started the episode and then I got inspired and I got happy and I got super motivated to actually go through this shit right now and or this wonderful book. And I'm feeling great right now. I'm feeling really great. Uh, B.J. Novak suggests first-time comics book, first-time comics book, the first week of shows is in advance, so they can't back out after bad performance. Commit to future actions in a high-energy state, so you don't back out. Uh, actually, pretty okay advice, I'd say. You know, the whole thing with actually um, making decisions when you're really fucking happy is as bad as taking decisions when you're really fucking sad. You know, you're gonna just be in a realm or you're gonna be just in an area of decision-making where you do not take a decision or make a decision that is, that is like, well, you know, that is, that is not like super high and or super low or super positive or super negative. Like, you know, for example, if you're feeling really bad, you know, you won't give money away, probably. But if you're feeling very good, then you might give away too much money, like 10 instead of 5 bucks or something similar. So, you know, it's just this what I mean. Like, you've got to just do way more than you actually should do or wanted to do, or you just don't do it or even take something, for example. You know, and this is just why somebody said, I don't know who it was, and I don't, you know, actually remember it. But this person said that you should make decisions when you are in a neutral kind of state. Because if you're just really fucking positive, you're gonna just maybe um, do too much. And if you're really sad, you don't do anything. For example, like, yeah, I hope this just gets across as I wanted to. <laughs> um, everyone starts somewhere. If you need a dose of courage, look at the earliest books, earliest blogs of Tim Ferriss or Remit Sethi. Watch the pilot of Watch the pilot of South Park. The big the big presences you see today started out no matter than the rough drafts you see, and you don't have to do any better. And this is actually the truth. You know, even though I do just have to say the quality and the overall starting quality and starting kind of um, the starting point, at my point of view, got elevated pretty pretty roughly and then pretty highly. Um, because everybody can do everything at the moment. Like, you know, uh, I think 
20, 30, 50 years ago, it wasn't as easy producing music than it is today. And, and for sure, it's gotten very easy to get in the game. But still, because everybody can do it, you just be better, you know, in, in comparison to just 50 years ago. Like, 50 years ago, I, I do still think you just had to be good, but there wasn't as much competition as there is right now. And at least not as much competition that is real competition. Because if you're actually an artist, let's say actually a musician, a rapper, and if you're producing music for, for SoundCloud or actually for YouTube or something, there is just a lot of competition. There is a lot of people that are actually making music there. So it's, it's gone a little harder, I guess, at least. But I still think everyone starts with zero followers. Every singular fucking person starts with zero followers. So therefore, it is, not, it is just really an excuse. If you say like, you know, I do not have any followers, I do not have anybody to watch my shit, I don't have anybody, I, neither. Like, yeah, it's, it's neither. I don't have anybody that is actually regularly watching my shit. There is nobody. And you know fucking what? It just motivates me so fucking hard to push through this fucking shit. Because I know, like, maybe in five years, maybe in eight years, maybe in ten years, I'm going to be just living off of what I'm doing right now. And I'm just actually feeling a little sad that I haven't been starting this whole journey five years ago or two years ago, you know. It would have been a little bit better. But I'm very happy that I'm starting it at least right now. and Or that I was starting it five months ago or six months ago. Because it's been an amazing journey. And I've learned so much over this past six months and five months and I've also kind of developed new skills like my whole English speaking skills got very 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 good through what I'm doing every single day for sure it's not perfect you know for sure it's I'm, I'm not actually kind <clears> of <throat> expecting it to be birth to be um, perfect at the time like still gonna learn and as long as I'm having fun with doing what I am doing right now I'm still going to do it even though, you know, people tell you, okay, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Nobody's watching your shit. It is actually the case, you know, like there are a lot of people that are fucking negative about things that they are not doing, but others are doing. And like, you know, whether it be your parents or some friends or some people around you or actually the people online, but you gotta just have to push through, I guess. And I'm really just looking forward to five years where I might be watching this video. Maybe, who knows? Who the fuck knows? Maybe I'm doing something else. Maybe I'm doing just what I'm doing right now. Maybe this whole thing is, is, is going to, to evolve into something else. I don't know. Like, everything can happen, I guess. But yeah, uh, let's actually fucking move on. Generate a lot of bad ideas to get good ideas. And this is actually also some thoughts that I have got from another book that I've been recently going through. I guess it was even Ray Dalio's principles. You know, it could actually be the case. You know, I don't remember, but it could actually be the case. So do you feel held back because you struggle to find the perfect, the perfect fucking idea and there is no perfect idea? Like there's, you know, as Dave pointed out just before, you just gotta have to start. And this is also what I believe. I do think a, an idea will never be perfect. And I do also think that you will never know if it is actually perfect if you don't execute on it, like something that I always see and something that I, you know, actually, I think I have experienced it as well, I guess, you know, you know, you're having an idea and you're just, 
I don't know, you're, you're thinking about something, theoretically, and then you're doing it, and then you come to a conclusion that you will never have gotten without actually executing on it. And I guess it's the same exact thing with knowledge, and this is also the reason why I do like this practical kind of knowledge, because you will totally encounter different things, and you will totally learn it on a different level than if you're just going through something theoretically. Still, you know, I'm very, very appreciating the theoretic knowledge that we are having, and that we can actually get it, you know, most of the time for free, because this is also very important. You know, I always say that I like to start with some theoretical stuff so that I actually know what I'm dealing with, you know. I do not want to just jump into something without actually knowing kind of anything, I guess. You know, I just, you know, want to learn or see the basics theoretically and then, for example, get into the program, you know, let's say Photoshop or something, and then look around and see what I can do with it. You know, just learning the basics before and then just seeing what it is capable of doing and what are you capable of doing using this software, using or doing something or whatsoever. I do guess this is just, you know, at least my approach. And I do think that it is even a good approach. Yeah. Um, your bar is set too high. Spend your energy coming up with lots of ideas, even if they are silly. There are bound to be... Uh, there are there are bound to be some good ideas in there. Actually, you know, quite the truth. You know, always when I'm actually writing down some ideas for the next post or next posts, um, I'm really sometimes trying to actually write down everything that I'm thinking about, whether it is actually good or not. And then I even sometimes take everything because I'm being like, okay, you know, I shouldn't judge my work. You know, I should, the market judge my work and I should let's... Um, my audience maybe judge my work and see what's performing good, what's performing bad, even though this is also somehow a little bit somehow, yeah, critical because, yeah, you know, it just is. Okay. Um, this just tastes not so good. By the way, um, I've today cooked myself something and it got not so good. I'm still forcing myself to eat it because I kind of feel like that it is not okay to throw away a lot of food. You know, a lot of people do not have any fucking food and only because I've cooked something that I just dislike somehow, I'm really not going to throw it away and I'm just eating it even though I might just throw up eating it. And the funny thing is that it actually happened to me just with the exact same meal that I was preparing. It's actually polenta. Um, I was trying to actually cook it um, for half an hour actually, you know, it was quite a waste of time, but I just got a feeling for it. I think it's it was still, I think, valuable time that I've spent there. But, you know, at the end, it, it wasn't tasting that good, unfortunately, but still gonna eat it. I'm going to see what I can do with it. Maybe I can just cook it again and then everything is fine. I don't know. But if you can't come up with 10 ideas, come up with 20 ideas. James Altucker suggests you... Uh, might feel bottlenecked by the need to come up with good with good instead just come up with ideas period there are bound there are bound to be some good ideas in there what matter isn't your hit rate but the quality of your best ideas actually makes sense and James Altuck is also a, a pretty great author I would say you know um, there are some books I do not kind of like I guess but there are still some other books um, no, I've been going through them as summaries also on the channel. <clears throat> I 
and they are pretty great and they're really really great because he's talking about some things that I really internalized and that I really uh, kind of thought are pretty cool for example if you did something good for the world today you know this was one of his questions that he was having in one of his is in one of his books or at least in one of the book summaries on his books and I've I've just really liked it and I think it is actually truly something that we should all think about a little bit more whether we actually did something good for the world or I would even say for other people this day if not uh yeah I don't know and I think it's just really fucking correlated to a quote from um, Will Smith and he said that if you can't make somebody's life better you're wasting your time. Yeah, it was this quote. And I just like it. I really love it. Um, suggestions for idea brainstorming lists. 10 ways I can save time. 10 ridiculous things I would invent. And 10 old ideas I can make new. And many more here. Oh, actually pretty nice of the author. So 10 ways I can save time. 10 ridiculous things I would invent. And 10 old ideas I can make new. A similar idea, IBM got better sales by setting sales quotes low or sales quotas low so that salespeople wouldn't feel as timid in picking up the phone. After getting their first sale, they would find momentum. Pretty fucking great. Uh, Malcolm, I think it's called Malcolm, uh, Gladwell comes up with as many ideas as possible, uh, scrutinizes them and kills them off. The unkillable ideas are worth going forward with. Makes sense. Also, a very great approach. Many writers don't believe that writers... Uh, so many writers don't believe that writer's block exists. If I don't feel inspired, I need to move forward. I need to have discipline, I say. You... Um, you... Book... Are... Fighting with me. Oh, you... Comma, book are fighting with me. Okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to... I'm going... I'm not going to leave you alone until I find my way out. From Paolo Coelho. It is C-O-E-L-H-O. And I think, I don't know. Like, I would still say that being an author is definitely creative work. And with creative work, I would totally say that it is something different. For sure you can push through and for sure you can just go with ideas that you particularly don't don't like that much you know i do think that every single writer and every single artist just has some some sort of idea you know at least just i think 90% of the time you know and it's the same exact thing with me you know if i'm just having to design something i totally have an idea in front but i don't know if i'm actually liking it you know and this is actually then the point should i actually go with an idea that i somehow do not like or that I have even seen somewhere and I'm just kind of replicating it to some degree? Or should I just wait and see if I can just come up with something completely new and original maybe? The thing is, um, I kind of feel like that often I'm just really just, yeah, getting back to my original idea and, and do this. You know, even though it is somehow like, yeah, I don't know. Like I could just have started with the first one instead of wasting so much time with all the other ideas. And also, I guess, Chris Doe from the future, um, it's also a YouTube channel, but he's also having an agency. He was also talking about that you should probably just take the first idea you had. You know, um, I would still say that you should just 
actually look for something else maybe during the process so i do not say that you know if you're having idea you should just really kind of restrict yourself on this one and don't change it up or add something to it and whatsoever because this is something that happens to me quite often you know i'm coming coming up with a few ideas i take the first one and then I somehow evolve it. You know, during the process, I just come up with new ideas and new ideas. Maybe this is just be- what what he's talking about, you know, with, okay, getting started first and then getting the inspiration and, and motivation and the ideas. Actually, pretty great. Start a habit with a tiny push. Want to lose 50 pounds or meditate for half an hour daily or read a book a week? If you chew off too much at the start, you might falter and feel self-defeated. Instead, try just one small action. Uh, No one ever has too little time or energy for one small action. This builds momentum to adopting your habit. Actually, something um, that I want to start doing again is actually reading. You know, I'm still having... um, uh, This is marketing from Seth Godin laying there. I kind of went through, I think, three quarters of it. and, And it just really pisses me off and on that I... For example, haven't been reading in all the time that I had because, you know, I was having a lot of holidays just in the last two weeks. And also the next week I'm only having to go or I'm only having to attend school on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, Thursday and Friday is going to be, yeah, I do not have to attend school because, I don't know, it's not vacation. It's it's a holiday. It's two holidays, actually. And... um, it's pretty nice, but it just really pisses me off that in these times and in these days, I haven't been reading anything, you know, besides the things that I'm reading right here. But I don't know, it's it's still something different if you're reading a whole book than just a summary. Um, but yeah. To get in shape, Matt Mullenweg, or Mullenweg, committed himself to one push-up before bed. Actually, pretty nice one. But what I initially wanted to say that maybe I should just start reading one singular page, page every singular day. Maybe I'm gonna do this because one singular page is completely nothing. You know, I it would just still take me quite a lot of time to actually push through a whole book. You know, if it is like okay, 300 pages, I will take a fucking year. But I also think that I won't just stop with one singular page. You know, sometimes on some some days I will totally only make one page. But I think on some days I will just, yeah, you know, see what I can do. Um, Meng Ten suggests taking just one mindful breath a day. Also good, by the way. You can do it right now because you have just heard it. Do it right now. Just really feeling that the you know, air is going into your lungs, through your whole system, into your brain, making you maybe a little bit lightheaded if you're just taking a very, very deep breath. And Rick Rubin suggests a struggling artist to just write one word. Do you think that you could come up with one word? Question mark. The point of this tactic is that if you visualize a giant goal, the barrier to action is very high. And if you falter, you will be surprised you will be disappointed with yourself, setting off a vicious cycle. Instead, distill your behavior change into the tiniest possible unit. Commit to doing just that one little thing. You will find it is not as bad as you thought. Yeah, and I guess that I will actually stop this 
episode right there because then there is coming up a new chapter and or a new part of this whole summary. And I still really, really like the summary and I still really loved to make this fucking episode. And yeah, I, I deeply, from the fucking bottom of my heart, have to thank you for actually watching this and for actually listening to this. And it would just be great, yeah, if uh, I was able to help you. If there are any questions or so, just hit me up. I'll, uh, yeah, I, I'm having all the links to the social media platforms and the social media profiles that I'm having um, down in the description of the podcast um, and of the YouTube video. Yeah. And that's it. That's it for this video. Still, I'm going to make another video today because always when I do have the time, I'm going to force myself to actually make two videos a day. Um, because often it is actually the case that the second video is even better and, and way better than the first one. You know, at least I feel like this, you know, in terms of actually the speaking part. You know, most of the time I consider bad, uh, a bad episode, uh, an episode where I, I wasn't able to, to really talk smoothly and fluently and whatsoever. But yeah, um, this is it. I wish you the best health, wealth, happiness and success. And I do also hope that you are really reminding yourself on how you're going to be remembered, which means like your legacy, you know, and you totally control it. You know, you have it in your hands and you are the person who is just able to take action on it or not. And with that being said, thank you again and I'll see you the next time.